Jews. Subliminal marketing screaming, here, let me fix you. I have the cure. I have the remedy. I am the savior. I am not the enemy. But give me your money. Give me your money. Give me your money. Everybody's in debt. But this is a free country. What's up? What's up? What's up, people? Um, <laughs> think about it. Just think about it. You know, it's no, it's no, it's no, it's no real meaning to any of this shit. If we're just gonna, if I'm just keeping it completely a buck with you, um, you know, not to, not to doom you from the start of the show, but um, <laughs> this one's pretty, pretty, pretty gloomy. Um, it's pretty, 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 pretty gloomy. Um, you have to be a Kirby enthusiasm. Um, person to get that pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is what it is, people. Um, you know, can't call it. Um, uh, I sit here with you on this morning. Uh, first of all, send me some money because you don't want your boy to be walking. I'm already Aggie. Um, I got to get my car fixed. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on doing that right now. How I'm pulling this all together, I don't know, but you know. It is what it is, man. I got uh I got some things to do today. Um uh so I I have um <laughs> I decided to take the the leisure um of just you know take the leisure for today and go do what I have to do so this way I can keep being the man I'm being and get better and progress cuz that's all I can do. Um but yeah, uh welcome. Welcome world. Let me do this part. Um, this is VOG Podcast, PC Podcast. My name is Derek H. Flint. I am the voice of God. And um, I'm going to title at some point. I don't even know if anybody at title has listened to this, to be honest. But um, some of the people who have listened to it, uh, I appreciate them greatly. And I, I didn't even expect that. So thank you for listening. And thank you for tuning in. And thank you for, um, you know, boosting <laughs> Boosting a nigga's ego by, you know, the numbers of streams I'm getting. You know, uh, life is life is short, so I got to enjoy this shit while I'm here, you know. Um, yeah, everybody, just remember, yo, fuck. <laughs> it's going to sound crazy, right? But uh, fuck, fuck your job. Um, your job will replace you if you ever die. So, you know, if you, this shit you got to do, this shit you got to do, and you have to understand that. Um, it won't be your first, it won't be your last. So always find a personal passion to actually pursue in the meantime while you're dealing with the fuckery of these things we call jobs here in America. So, you know, I just wanted to take a moment out to say that. And um, before I get into the show, let me just, I felt the need to clarify this. I was thinking about this. Um, In my Savage Stories episode, I gave you the story of me and, you know, the homies, the homies then girlfriend. Um... Let me just let me explain to you why I don't think I'm a scumbag in that situation. If I'm just keeping it a buck with you guys, it, it, he he knew she was a hoe. Like he knew, um, he knew. Like I'm not, you know. He used to ride down the block yelling "Hetty Mo" out the window because that's how infamous she was for, um, you know, fellatio. So you know, I'm not. I'm not wrong for that one. The one with the baby strapped in the hot chair, I might be a little bit at fault for that. I should have had some morals in the moment, but I didn't. I, you know, was young and dumb. Um, and yeah, let me, 
it's not my fault, man. He knew, he knew she was a hoe. He knew, he knew. <laughs> I have to say that because you know people are telling me like, yo, that's savage, and I'm like, yeah, you know. Uh, I think that was before I was in my twenties. I feel the need to, you know, make that disclaimer as well. Um, that was wild. What do you want from me? What do you want from me, people? Um, but he knew. He knew. He knew she was a hoe. <laughs> he knew. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I'll save that for the end of the show, man. Um, but yeah, let's let's, let's get into this, man. Um, just mind you, I've been talking for uh for a while now about this global pattern of the weather um, with weather and protest the um, pattern that exists throughout the globe just on a global level in terms of the weather where it's um, you know rain, flood disaster, displacement repeat, repeat, repeat everywhere else um, no matter where it is, no matter where you live on this earth, uh, you have the potential to be hit with some weather devastation um, now, in this process of, you know, me noting this, let me just, you know, <laughs> I'm not one to say I'm right. I'm not one to say, you know, I told you so. But, you know, I do believe in some form or fashion we are closer and closer to martial law and um, a potential one world government, one world religion, or being ruled by technology. However you want to look at it, that's what we are headed to, in my opinion. From my perspective, uh, I don't know the parameters. I don't know the effects that all of these things will have in terms of society in general. Um, who's going to die? I don't know. Um, but let's just say this: there's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on, and um, we have to be aware of it. So I'm I'm just trying to keep everybody up to date on all the things that are going on. That's the purpose of this show. So now. Um, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Yes, I'm talking about Hong Kong. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but um, they're calling that there are protests going on. And, um, you have to understand. Nah, protesting does not change shit. I don't know if anybody in China is listening to this. Um, protesting won't change anything. And the only thing that's going to happen is the riot police are going to come out. They're going to shoot you with rubber bullets, shoot you with hoses. Um, there's going to be some type of mass surveillance operation going on while you are all out in protest. Um, you will be captured on camera. They will use your images for biometrics and other reasons. And eh, it's really not going to change anything. I mean, it's sad, but true. But um, in China... China and Hong Kong, there um, there was, there are mass protests going on as we speak, and they are fighting an extradition bill that could result in suspects being sent to mainland China. Now, these people, um, <laughs> were out there, <laughs> and the riot police rushed them. Let's just. Uh, Let's just put that in perspective. Um, the riot police rushed them. Uh, I gave you people the uh, uprising in Venezuela and uh, many other places. And the same thing seems to happen over and over and over. And I don't, I don't know if everybody is noticing this pattern here. 
even in here in America, when you people protest or riot, um, you get the riot police treatment. They come out in force. And um, trust me, I I have seen these uh, riot police in action when I was uh, walking along the West Side Highway and things of that nature during the whole Mike Brown and uh, Trayvon Martin protest. Sad to say it don't change shit. I, I got, that's my stance on it. But in the same light, these riot police are pretty much looking for people to either arrest or assault. And that's pretty much how it goes. So this situation in Hong Kong might shock the people in China or the rest of the world, but to me, it doesn't shock me. And um, at least 72 people were taken to the hospital after this. Um, people have been staging hunger strikes. They, clear, they cleared the protesters out from the, with these riot police. And it's just crazy to me how all of this is happening and nothing is, um, there's no real news coverage. My breathing sounds crazy, but there's no, there's no, um, there's no real news coverage on this. You might see a blurb about this here in the States, but you, if you want to do in-depth research, you have to pretty much, (coughs) you have to pretty much scour the internet for the stories and, um, Everything else that is going on with this. Police use rubber bullets, tear gas, pepper spray, and batons to clear demonstrators from Hong Kong's government district on Wednesday. <laughs> you, you, yeah, and I told you I was going to happen. All you're going to do is you're going to go home with your eyes burning. You're going to probably get beat in some form or fashion, or you're either going to get hit with a rubber bullet. <sighs> I said this before, Mike, it's it's as if all these police train together. And um, shock for you, they do. They do. They all have very similar training. Um, If you read a book called The Power Elite, you will um, realize how closely in communication all the world's top generals and top police commanders and um, intelligence agencies... Even though they work at odds with each other somewhat, they all kind of work together. Um, That's how these criminals get caught in other countries when they try to flee um, to another country because the intelligence agencies work together. So let me stick to Hong Kong. So they don't want people to be extradited to mainland China. Um, (laughs) It's just crazy, man. Um... Two people are in serious condition, and it's just it's it's crazy. And then, meanwhile, let's it's not let's not let's not bypass this. All right, um, there's something called Telegram, which is an encrypted messaging platform that operates in China. And during these protests and everything else, these um. The day Telegram reported a massive cyber attack stemming mostly from China, which the app was being used to coordinate and kind of organize these mass protests. Um, They were hit by a major DDoS attack, which is a distributed denial of service, which filled the servers with junk requests. 
So, <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> let's just understand here. During the New York protest, or in Baltimore, wherever people protested in terms of people being murdered by the police here in America, there were numerous reports of, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this, surveillance planes being above the crowds. And um, these planes could tap into your phone and see everything on your phone, gather your data, see who was out there and everything else. Now, when I read that Telegram was hit by these cyber attacks during these protests, that's pretty much um, the powers that be, or if you want to believe it's the Chinese government, um, pretty much cracking down on social media platforms and doing surveillance and disruption. So, you know, cyber warfare is is very, very real. Um, America's losing, by the way. But cyber war is very, very real. For anybody who thinks that it may not be or thinks, you know, nothing is going on, cyber war is, is a very, very real thing. And we have to understand that in terms of understanding what's going on so telegram the chinese company was basically um paul durov telegram's chief executive said the cyber attack was traced to ip addresses coming mostly from china and that it coincided in time with the protest in hong kong the app has 200 million users worldwide but has been widely used in hong kong to coordinate demonstrations against a controversial extradition bill so, <laughs> Hong Kong police arrested Ivan Ip, who ran a Telegram messaging group with thousands of members. They charged him with conspiracy to commit public public nuisance. <sighs> yeah, I, I swear I try to like warn you people or just tell you guys like, yo, all this is, we are we live in a very very surveilled state right now. And we are always under constant watch. And I want to say we're always under attack. But, uh, you know, you, you people will take it wrong. But, like, we're not being attacked. Like, uh, yeah, we, we kind of we, we are if we're just um, being honest about it. We really are under attack. We're being surveilled at every turn. We can't go anywhere without cameras. <laughs> There's just an auto parts store this morning. Like, they got fucking six cameras in here. Me just walking in. So, yeah, once biometrics and artificial intelligence kick in, it's over. This is where the cashless, all this cashless stuff is um, going pretty much. And this is what I tried to tell you people. So, you know, I'm just giving you a brief update on um, what is going on in Hong Kong. And, um,. <laughs> You, you, you gotta understand that um, all of this stuff is. I don't want to say that it's all um, that it's all coordinated by them or they or the powers that be, but um, it's looking more and more like it as uh as we go along, man. And um, let's just well. While I'm on this protest thing, I'm on this protest wave. Uh, it was also a protest in Sudan. Um, 
Good God, man. At least 19 children are among the dozens killed in this month's violent crackdown on civilian protesters in Sudan's capital. And the UN said they, this is considered acts of violence and considered barbaric. So, remember I told you Sudan, Sudan was on the way to going cashless. Just remember that. Um, there was a telecommunications blackout in much of the country. There have been reports of excessive violence against protesters at the hands of forces, including the detention and sexual abuse of children. I mean... It may not matter to you because, you know, it's game six of the NBA Finals tonight. Let's not, let's not get that fucked up, just for the record. Um, but we, we kind of have to understand this thing here where all of this stuff is happening while we may be entertained by bullshit. So I'm just trying to... It's my, it's my way of keeping sane, man. Like Shorty asked me the other day, she's like, once you realize it's all bullshit, how do you keep yourself from going insane? And I said, you know, <laughs> you got to smoke weed and slow this shit down a little bit so you can realize, like, yeah, this is some bullshit. Like, and, and, and it's truest form and fashion. This is some bullshit. Um, so we we have this these things going on. Um, since June 3rd, at least 19 children have been reported killed and another 49 injured, with many more still in danger amidst the violent clashes. They have received information, this is the UN, that children are being detained, recruited to join the fighting, and sexually abused. Schools, hospitals, and health centers have been targeted, looted, and destroyed. And uh, look, look at this shit, man. The latest unrest escalated when a raid on protesters sitting outside Khartoum's defense ministries saw dozens killed and hundreds injured. I, I've already explained to you people what happens when you protest. Um, there has to be another way. It has to be economic. Like, it has to be economic. The only way the powers that be are going to get it is if Something is done economically and financially. All these sit-ins and protests and all this other shit is not going to change stuff. Because I just, it's not funny. It's not funny. But I just documented, I just told you guys about two different protests where things are getting brutalized just for protesting. You got to understand this. Like, We'd have a better chance of all sitting our asses at home, not going to work, not paying any bills for a couple of months. It would, but people would have to adjust to what the conditions of that life would be like. And people, frankly, and just outright to be honest with you, aren't ready to make those sacrifices for the things in the world to change. If I'm just being honest with you. And that's undocumented. There's always going to be that one guy's like, I'm not with you guys because I got bills to pay and I got kids and all. And it don't matter what part of the world you are in. There's always going to be that one guy. Or the people like, I got a business to run. I can't be, you know, just, you know, bullshitting around and all this other stuff. And it's like, yeah, yeah, my guy, I get that. Like, I get it. But you, what the fuck are you doing, you know? It's just, all right, man, let me just stick to the topic here, man. Um, I'm trying to 
I'm trying to what you call it. Um, but they are. They did call off a strike, and they are um, attempting to talk with the military. So I guess it's the military uh, versus the people. And you, you got you to gotta sit here and look at these some of these headlines, man. It says Sudanese doctors say dozens of people raped during a sit-in attack. It's not... It's not funny at all, man. Let me just, rape is not funny. But good God, man. Do y'all, do y'all understand what, like, what kind of brutal savagery we live in? And, and you know, people are like, why well, you say it's all savage and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> don't listen to me now if you don't, don't listen to me now if you don't want to. Um, but you have to understand that uh, <laughs> this shit is not going to stop for your protest so <laughs> you can keep doing that shit and the only thing that's gonna happen is people are just gonna get brutalized until we're ready to all do something collectively on an economic financial level um you're gonna get sh- you're gonna get shot with rubber bullets tear gas and um brutalized by some savages and um just because you live in the comforts here of america um yeah, you, you, but you, you gotta, you gotta understand. It's um, it's 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 only gonna get worse. And I just want to tell you people that, man. Um, now, on to some weather shit. I gave you the um, I guess it was the China flood, the South China Sea flooding. And what I wanted to say about that South China Sea flooding, like you know, if you think about it from. I'm trying to think how to say this. If you think about it from a from a perspective of uh, fighting with the weather, I guess you could say that. Um, as we know, there have been the military of China is building some islands in the South China Sea that um, is very, very highly disputed who it belongs to. And um, could that be some type of weather weaponry being used to uh, do something? About that, I don't know. It was just a thought that popped through my in my mind. Um, now, <laughs> let's get to another another motherfucking cyclone. Um, yo, listen, this is like the third or fourth one. You know, maybe I wasn't tapped into all of this weather stuff before, and maybe like I didn't know that it was going on. But now that I'm doing this show, I kind of research it and I kind of see it. And I'm like, yo, something ain't right here, man. Um, but Cyclone Vayu was expected to hit India's west coast. But they may be lucky and the storm may miss them. Um, it could glance the western state of Gujarat Thursday afternoon before returning to sea. Now... I have all this up on the VOG podcast page with the winds and the um, the waves and just the whole thing. It looked crazy over there. And the storm didn't even hit yet. So it was one of those things where I was like, you know, I got how do we not how do we not see this shit happening? Um, and what is what is wrong here? What is really going on with this shit? So I I. I have to just say, like another another cyclone. I bet I bet not. In all these videos I posted, I didn't see nobody 
on the roof yet, but I bet not see one more motherfucking person sitting on their roof waiting to get rescued. I'm, like, why does that bother me? I don't know. I don't. But it's just a too common occurrence for my liking. And it just seems to be getting crazier and crazier. Like just day by day, just with the weather. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to contain my motherfucking self, man. Um, authorities have evacuated nearly three hundred thousand people from Indians India's western coastline ahead of a severe cyclone that's expected to make landfall as the year's second major storm. I guess over here we get hurricane season in various parts of the world. I guess they get cyclone season. I don't. I'm not a fucking meteorologist. I don't know, but um, again, my head I'm like I'm getting tired of asking what happens to the motherfucking people too. But it's three hundred thousand people who have been evacuated. Where do these three hundred thousand people go? Where? Can nobody tell me? Like this is why I'm. I'm trying to understand and get a grasp of because <laughs> I gave y'all the ad hard program. I told y'all about artificial intelligence and I told y'all about, about microchips. And uh, in case you didn't know, FEMA is a worldwide network. It's just under different names or auspices in different countries. But it's the same shit. I'm just telling you this. And I just worry that whatever India's version of FEMA is, is the agency that is evacuating these 300,000 people. Um, oh, good my Gale winds of up to 180 kilometers, which is 112 miles per hour, and the rough sea conditions could last up to 12 hours in the cyclone's wake as it, move, as it moves toward, west towards Pakistan. It's 300,000 people. 300,000. India was on high alert, but the cyclone changed course overnight, um, so it moved further into the sea. So those 300,000 300, people who were evacuated, um, are they all being accounted for when they have to go back? Or is it just something that, you know, everybody just assumes all 300,000 people make it back? Um, the Navy, the Coast Guard, the Navy, and disaster response teams were on standby. Uh, good God, man. The schools and colleges, though, in India will remain closed, and airports in both regions are closed, and trains, too, have been canceled or diverted. The port at the Gulf of Cambay in Gujarat has also suspended all operations. Yo, listen, man. I don't know. I don't know shit about India. I've never been there. That's all I'm gonna say. But it's three hundred thousand people evacuated. Schools are closed. Airports are closed. Trains have been canceled. Um, everything's shut down, pretty much, for the storm that has moved way back out to sea. So when you um. I'm just tripping over the 300,000 people. Like, what the fuck happens to those people? It was expected to be the worst cyclone to hit Gujarat since... Gujarat? I don't even know how to pronounce that. Um, since 1998. Um, this is... Like, another cyclone happened before. 
And I'm just trying to predict this. I'm trying to think, man. Um, I can't remember the other the other cyclone's name at this point in time, and it's not popping up in the articles. It's just crazy, though, man. Three hundred thousand people. What the? What the fuck happens to three hundred thousand people, and where do they go? Can we? Never mind. Never mind. I can't. I can't. I'm just baffled by the whole thing. Um, just for the record, I'm like, yo, what? What? What just happened, man? Um, now, moving on to some, to some, to some fuckery here in uh, this beautiful shithole called America that I live in. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, but I, I I put this story out and I was like, "Hello, martial law? Is that is that you at the door? Because I feel like it's getting closer and closer." Um, as we speak, and when I say this, um, let me let me let me tell you how something, man. Um, in Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee, which is here in the beautiful states of America, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing this show from America. Hello, international listeners, wherever you are, I appreciate you for even giving this shit a shot. Um, <laughs> Twenty-four police officers were wounded over protesters. Uh, the police shot and killed somebody. And um, <laughs> 24 police were hurt in the uh, protest after because the people were hurling bricks and rocks at the police. Um, and this just happened last night, man. At least 24 officers and deputies were injured in the melee. Uh, six of them were taken to the hospital. The turmoil came after U.S. Marshals shot and killed a man Wednesday night in the North Memphis neighborhood of Frazier. Good God, man. The man was wanted on multiple warrants, and they, um, oh, I'm trying to think. They killed him. They killed him. They say the man reportedly rammed his vehicle into the office vehicles multiple times before getting out of the car with a weapon. And uh, the officers fired back, and they killed him. Uh, <laughs> good God. They throw, throwing bricks and rocks, man. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Um, now, this is one of those things me and Cousin Reem could probably debate about for hours. Like, did, did he deserve to get shot? If everything they're saying in this story is um, true, where he's like ramming police cars and you know doing all that, doing the most. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, if he got out the car with a weapon after ramming the police cars, he was looking to die. I mean, it sounds horrible. It sounds horrible because we are talking about a human life here. But in the same light, I'm like, yo, if he did all of that, yeah, I mean. I would have shot the nigga too. I'm sorry, but um, the protesters uh, throwing throwing bricks and rocks. It's another one of those I'm conflicted moments. If I'm just gonna be honest, because I'm just like, yeah, yo, that is the way to do it. Like, you know, they just body somebody. Somebody got to go to the hospital over that, or some some type of some type of repercussions have to happen so the police know like it's not okay to do this to people. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, listen, only thing them throwing them bricks and them rocks is going to do is bring in the riot police. 
I'm just, you know, if you're in Memphis listening to this, so is going to do. If y'all got away with that on the first night, don't don't go back out there tonight trying that same shit because y'all are going to get shot with rubber bullets. Um, nobody's going to get raped uh, because this is not Sudan. But, you know, <laughs> they will shoot your black ass with some rubber bullets and some tear gas and probably the water hose too. So don't don't go back out there a second night. Don't try that shit again. Uh, y'all caught them off guard with the bricks and the rocks. So y'all won that one. Just take the victory and, and just rock with it. Because you can't Don't try that shit Two nights in a row Because you You're just gonna get Your feelings hurt In the long run Um But in the same light You know I I I, fuck, I fucks with How they got down I can't even stunt I Bangs with how they Give it up How they gave it up Throwing the bricks And the rocks Salute to y'all Who was out there Throwing bricks and rocks At the police I, I can I can rock with that but then at the same time, if that nigga hopped out the vehicle with a blicky um, or a burner and he got shot, that nigga deserves deserve what he got. I'm sorry. It sounds horrible. It sounds like a horrible. I sound like a horrible, horrible person um, saying these things. But, you know, <laughs> that nigga, he might have deserved it, man. Um, anyway, same light. Um, it's just crazy to me how, you know, all this shit is going on. Like I'm, I'm, as I said, as I'm reading all this stuff, I'm just like, which way do I fucking look? Cause you know, I already did that show. Which way do I look? There's too much shit going on. But this is just like, yo, it's overload. And I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't believe that um, all of this is going on right now. And um, we're just moving about our regular lives as if none of it ha- is happening. And um, that is the, that is the bullshit that we have to deal with in this simulation that we live in now. And um, it is what it is, people. You got to accept the fuckery for what it is. And uh, don't be out there. <laughs> don't be out there protesting. Um, it's not It's not going to get you no, put no, nowhere but in the hospital. And I just hate to tell you like that, but it's the sad but true. Sad but true, niggas. Sad but true. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore, man. Hurling rocks and bricks. Um, what's the name? The dude's name? Oh, Weber. Weber's death. I'm trying. I'm trying to find the the, the dude's name, man. Um, they smashed cop cars. Two journalists were also injured. Um, they're saying that the aggression was unwarranted. Oh God, man. Yo, sweet baby Jesus. Hello, martial law. Is that you? Is that you? So as much as I'm. As much as I'm happy and I bangs with them for, you know, giving it up on the police like that, um, I'm still conflicted because I'm like, yo, this is, <laughs> you niggas, you niggas are ushering in martial law and don't even know it. Um, this goes globally for everybody, just for the record. Like, you know, all these protests and everything else, it's just, um, it's only, it's only ushering in martial law. And uh, you could, you know, tell me I'm wrong or Tell me, you know, I'm crazy for even fathoming such an idea. Um, I don't know if it's ever going to come to fruition. Let me just say that right now. I don't know. This is from the perspective of I don't know. I don't know if it's all going to come to fruition. I really don't. But in the same light, um, just these stories and everything else that's going on, it's it's really fucking looking like it. 
Um, I mean, you could tell me, say whatever you want about me. Um, say whatever you want about my viewpoints. But um, if you can't put the picture together from the shows that I've done of just the state of the world, pretty much, in terms of weather, people, division, protest, um, just everything, everything that's going on. It's, uh, <laughs> it's only getting worse, people. Um, <laughs> I'm not here to be doomy and gloomy with you. I promise you, but... It, Go read a book, you fuckers, and then uh, you'll realize that this shit has been going on forever. And that it's all, at the end of the day, it's all it's all bullshit. You got to do what you got to do. And um, keep living your life. Love yours and be happy, as I told a little homie last night. Um, oh, yeah, just to finish up. Yeah, the end of the show, closing it out. Um, yeah, I, had, I was having a talk with a young boy who I've known for a minute. Um homie he's like he's he's fam he's he's a relative of fam pretty much um no he got two kids now and all this other stuff and we're just talking and we're like yo you know your kids your kids make you realize what you have to change about you and you know they also stop you from a lot of shit they stop you from catching felonies they stop you from beating niggas up they stop because he used to gang bang and all that other stuff and he's like nah yo he's like i can't He's like, I can't be out there. Because, you know, you worry about the karma as a good parent where you don't want it coming back on your kid. If you're a good parent. You, some of you are shitty parents. Uh, you know, I'm not judging anybody, but some of you, some of your parenting, your parenting skills are shit. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the one to burst your fucking bubble. But your parenting skills are shit. They're shit, all right? Um, but, yeah, that's... We just talking about how your kids save you from things. Uh, and it is what it is. But they do change your life for the better and they stop you from doing a lot of shit that, you know, could potentially get you in trouble in some form or fashion. So it's one of those things where you, you kind of have to appreciate it on the low and you, you have to be happy with um, your kids and you have to love your kids and teach, be an example for them. But uh, your kids will save your life in some form or fashion because... <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, Lord knows my kid um, probably, my kid potentially saved me from catching herpes or the hiv or some other reckless shit. For me, just, you know, slinging, being, being reckless with my cock and, you know, just, just banging, just banging, 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 banging the skeezers that I had no business dealing with at all. And um, he saved me and he slowed my ass down from doing a lot of that because, you know, yeah, you come to the realization, like, yo, you know, if I get herpes, I can't hug and kiss my kid like I want to, because I don't want the little nigga to have a cold sore on his forehead. <laughs> oh, man, it is on that note that I have to end the show, because that just sounds like way too reckless in my head. But um, it's funny, niggas, it's, it's funny. <laughs> you just picture some little dude with a cold sore on his forehead, He's he's like, what happened? He's like, mommy kissed me on my forehead last night. And I woke up with a cold sore on my forehead. It's not a cold sore, bro. It's June. You got herpes, bro. You got herpes. Yo, I need need help. Sweet baby Jesus. If y'all are out there, pray for me. Pray for me, please. Because I need help. I just... Just gave you guys an image. Some little kid with a herpes cold sore on his forehead. Because his mother was out, you know, whopping dudes off and 
now she has the herp. Hey, they don't hurt me. It's little low me herpes. <laughs> oh, God, yo. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Just understand this, yo. It's only, I'm, I'm breaking this down for y'all. It is 9.44 a.m. This is me at 9.44 a.m. And um, these are the reasons why I'm probably going to die alone on the couch with, with my cock in my hand because I'm like this at 9.44 a.m. Yeah, listen, I really do appreciate y'all for putting up with the kid and um, for checking out the podcast and listening to my show, man. I hope you've been entertained. Um, hopefully I made you laugh and hopefully you learned some shit, you know, in the process of listening to this. <laughs> Thank you for giving me 40 minutes of your life that you'll never get back. And um, I'm sorry that you'll never get it back. But, uh, you know, listen, at least just think about this. You might be smarter than me. Just from listening to this. Just understand that. You can learn something from everybody, no matter who they are. Always keep that in mind. Humble yourself. Humble yourself, you bitch. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Um, that is it for today. You might get another show before the week is out, but um, I don't know, because I'm, I'm working, bitch. I'm working. Um, I appreciate y'all. PC Podcast, VLG Podcast. I got to go... Um, Partake in a commercial potentially. If I, I just realized I look completely different from my pictures hairstyle wise, but I'm gonna see if they let me rock. That's all I can do. I'm gonna show up and uh, see what happens. I appreciate all you people. Uh, thank you for listening. And until next time, be easy and uh, don't be kissing people in the mouth because you gotta kiss your kids. You don't want your kid with a cold sore on his forehead. Keep that in mind, people. Until next time. <laughs> VOG Podcast. I'm out. One.